I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through today the seasons of the North Queensland Cowboys and the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the two teams that were eliminated this weekend uh, in their prelim finals against the Penrith Panthers and the Parramatta Eels. We're going to go through the North Queensland Cowboys first now, and then a little bit later this morning we'll have our rapid review of the prelim finals that will drop, and then of course we'll be analysing the South Sydney Rabbitohs and their season a little bit later today, so plenty of content to come on the Rugby League Guru podcast, and then we will start to drop all of our bloke in a bar content that will be recorded throughout the day today. So, plenty to come, a heap to get stuck into. But the North Queensland Cowboys, what a season it was. I remember sitting here in the preseason writing out my top eight, uh, changed it about a million times. Never at any point did I feature the North Queensland Cowboys. Um, I then also changed the next four teams out of the top eight. So, nine, 10, 11, uh, 12, a number of occasions. Never once did I have the North Queensland Cowboys in that. I'll be honest with you, on every ladder prediction I had, I had the Cowboys finishing in a really good season, 13th. That's sort of where I had them. So for them to achieve what they've done this year has been fucking incredible. And there's a heap of stuff that we will talk about. And obviously you guys have followed along with their season. You've listened to us talk about it all year and sort of start off going, well, are they the real deal or not? I'll be honest with you. I came away from that Cowboys-Roosters game a couple of months ago when the Roosters really gave it to them thinking, well, that's the Cowboys. They're back to being the Cowboys. And then their, their defensive efforts throughout the year were sensational. A lot of people said they weren't the real deal throughout the year. Personally, I think they showed you that they are the real deal. They went to Shark Park. They conceded a heap of points there, which was disappointing. Then they bounced back and put in a really good performance the other night against the Parramatta Eels. Granted, did not get the bickies, but, geez, credit to the Parramatta defense. I thought they were sensational. I really didn't think there was all that much more that the Cowboys could have thrown at them. I don't think you could call this season anything less than a raging success. I know Todd Payton probably wouldn't. I think he, well, I know he wanted to achieve a premiership victory this year. And it's crazy to think that that was the mindset of this guy coming into this season. I was honestly sitting there going, well, will he be the first coach sacked? I don't know. 
all of a sudden I'm saying he's just about a lock for coach of the year. The only way that I could possibly have seen him not win coach of the year was if Jason Demetrio went on to win this premiership this year and then we're having that conversation. But as it stands right now with Demetrio out and Brad Arthur and Ivan Cleary left, I think without a doubt it has to go to Todd Payton. It was always incredibly likely he was going to get it, but this year without a doubt it has to go to him. We've heard all the stories and everything coming out of their preseason. Unbelievable season from the Cowboys and credit to them. Now they finished third on the NRL ladder, sort of sat in the top two for the vast majority of the season, ended up finishing third with a record of 17 wins and seven losses. Pretty crazy considering in 2021, uh, they finished with a record of seven wins and 17 losses. So they have just directly reversed that. Yeah, got 10 more wins than what they did last season, which is fucking incredible. I want you to also consider that round one, they lost to the Canterbury Bulldogs. I mean, who looked like they were going to finish last for a heap of the first half of the season. Found some form late, but, you know, already lost a home game against a bottom eight team in round one and still managed to recover and achieve what they did to finish third. An incredible effort. As we said, a record of 17-7. and seven. Last year, it was 7-17 seven and 17 in 2021. So, incredible stuff. When you have a look at these teams, especially the make finals, when I look at how they went throughout the season, I love to compare it against how they went in the finals and see how they went. So, this North Queensland Cowboys team, throughout the regular season, they only conceded an average of 15 points per game. Last year, in 2021, they conceded on average 31 points per game. So they cut that in half in defense, which is fucking unbelievable. You never, ever see that much of an improvement. To go from 31 to 15 in one preseason, that is unbelievable. Simply incredible by the North Queensland Cowboys, and a lot of credit has to go to the great Toddy Payton off the back of this. You have a look, though. Points scored. Last year, they averaged 19 points per game, so they were scoring 19 points per game. This year, they bumped it up to 26, so pretty damn impressive there. 26 points on average scored per game, only conceding 15, whilst as last year, they were only scoring 19, but they were conceding 31. So a massive, massive swing of points there on both sides of the ball. Incredibly impressive. We then got to finals footy, though, and you know they scored 26 throughout the year. They kept that up. They, they averaged 26 points once again, but then it was where they were conceding that really hurt them. They conceded 27 points over their two... 27 points on average in their two finals games, obviously conceding 30-odd to the Cronulla Sharks in Week 1. Still managing to win that game, thankfully though, scoring 32 points, but then Week 2 against the Parramatta Eels, obviously lost that one. Still defended reasonably well, I thought. It's not like the Parramatta Eels ran away with it or anything, Uh, but when you're 8 points up with about 20 minutes to go at home, a pretty disappointing result. They're still only conceded 24 points against the Parramatta Eels, who have shown they can stack a lot of points, who last week showed they can stack a lot of points. So as much as it wasn't as great as their regular season, I think it's still a pretty good knock for the North Queensland Cowboys, and I think that that record would be very different if they would have won a home final in Week 1. They didn't. It is what it is. They had to go around the hard way, and I think that game down there at Cronulla took a lot out of them as well. Even though they did have the two-week break and everything, I think it did still take a lot, lot out of them. So so considering that's your record in finals, you score 26 on average, you concede 27. Uh, that, that'll be pretty disappointing for the North Queensland Cowboys who have based their entire season around defense. Uh, I think if, if it was down around the 22-24 mark, I think that they can probably deal with that. They still wouldn't be stoked. But in finals, footy against the very top teams, you can probably wear that, especially the two games that they played. The Sharkies who were throwing the ball around like there was no tomorrow and the Parramatta Eels, probably two of the best attacking sides left in the top eight to be fair, two of the hardest to handle. So disappointing when you're, you know, you're conceding 15 points per game throughout the regular season. That blows.
close out 12 points come finals time. And I'm sure it'll be something that the North Queensland Cowboys they'll talk about a lot in this preseason and they'll look to take their defense to another level. When we're talking about the North Queensland Cowboys and their best players this year, good God, uh, take a number and line up. Chad Townsend, what a signing he was. An incredible season for the Chad. Uh, his kicking game was unbelievable. His decision-making was sensational. He's one of those guys that... You can't measure what Chad Townsend brings in stats and stuff. And, you know, I've said it a few times. I, I sort of made this comment when he signed with the Warriors last year and got absolutely pizzled by everyone. He went over there, he played like a busted, he was injured. And I'll be honest with you, it rattled me a little bit because I was so confident he was going to be so good for New Zealand. He wasn't off the back of that injury. Arrived at the North Queensland Cowboys, and I honestly sat there and went, is Chad done? Have they made a mistake here? How wrong I was in the end. Fuck, he was impressive, Chad Townsend. A cracking season, and uh, he'll be in for another big one next year. Tommy Dearden his halves but he left the Brisbane Broncos not long ago as an unwanted ball player at the Brisbane Broncos arrives at the North Queensland Cowboys goes all the way to a prelim final makes his origin debut and kills it there as well a sensational season for Tommy Dearden I think he really does challenge Dill Brown as the best defensive uh, ball player in rugby league as well absolutely love him Scotty Drinkwater couldn't get into the side in round one which was unbelievable we could not believe it but credit to Todd Payton I think the few weeks out and the challenge that he set out for Scott Drinkwater it got the very best out of him throughout this year. Reese Robson left the Dragons a couple of years ago. We said that day the Dragons, they're going to seriously, seriously regret this one. They've made a big mistake. He's finally started to become the player that we thought he'd be a couple of years ago, Reese Robson. Had about a six-week scratch where I think he scored seven-odd tries. He was incredible, but throughout the whole year... He was great. I thought, once again, in this final series, very, very impressive. Ruben Cotter, our boy. We called that he'd play Origin in the preseason. Got absolutely pizzled for it. People laughed at us. Uh, you finally got to see, when this guy's not injured, what he's capable of. Yeah, and I know a lot of people sort of wrote him off because of injuries and whatnot, and I couldn't push back on that. I understood that. Uh, but when this guy did what he did this year, and when he went into the Origin arena and did what he did, you got to respect this guy, and I think he'll be one of the first guys picked in the Kangaroos side this year. So, Ruben, Cotter, a fantastic reward for his perseverance over the last few years when injuries have struck him down. People have written him off and given him shit left, right and centre and to some extent just ignored him <laughs> to be honest with you. It was crazy. The amount of times I spoke about him in preseason, people didn't realise who Ruben Cotter was. It blew me away. So great to see him have the sort of season that he deserved. I was a little bit worried in the preseason whether he was going to be as good as I thought simply because I wasn't sure how they were going to use him. I thought they had to use him in the 13 jersey and play town below in the front row. They did the opposite, which is what I I was worried about Ruben Cotter killed it in the front row and Tamalolo, he added a passing game to his game this year and he went to a new level, Tamalolo. I think the best thing about him this year was that he knew it wasn't all on his shoulders. They didn't have to solely rely on Tamalolo. You had your Cotters, your McLeans, your Cohen Hesses, your Nanais, your Lewis, your Tommy Gilberts, all these guys, Griffin Neems, all these guys that play great footy and it took a bit of pressure off Tamalolo. It meant that he wasn't the sole guy. I think the little bit of passing, uh, the subtle ball playing that he added to his game, it took the Cowboys to a new level this year and I didn't think Tamalo had it in him based on what I'd seen throughout his career I didn't think he actually had the ability to go to that level and he certainly did and fuck he was impressive Tamalolo a fantastic season from him sort of gets overshadowed by a lot of the other superstars in this team but I thought Lolo that was probably one of his best seasons take out the Dally M year I think it was one of his better seasons as a whole he's become a real complete footballer uh, Jeremiah Nanai we spoke all preseason about Hylam Lukey, how we thought he was a special one to watch. We've said it a few times, North Queensland Cowboys people, fans uh, up there told us, nah, the one to watch is Nanai, and fuck, weren't you on the money? 
What a season for Nanai, scoring tries left, right, and center, doing it in outrageous fashions time and time again, week in, week out. Uh, Nanai went to play in the Origin Arena. I was a little bit worried defensively. Got caught out once or twice, but I thought game three was the moment where he really came of age as an Origin player and carved us to pieces. Some of his offloads and his hard runs, very, very impressive, Nanai. Uh, there was a moment in the back end of that game against Parramatta Eels where he was blatantly injured. And even with one shoulder, he was defending better with one shoulder than what he was at the start of the year with two. And it shows just how far he's come. There was a game at the start of the season where he'd scored five or six tries and Twitter and Instagram was blowing up to Lux. How good is he? He's a freak. Sign him for X amount of years, blah, blah, blah. But he'd missed 10 tackles in a game and he'd missed four or five the week before. Myself and Kempe pointed out and said, look, you can't pay this guy huge overs until he's able to show a jersey in defense and and, and take his numbers. Uh, and he certainly was by the back end of the season. And so congratulations to Nanai. The flashy stuff was all impressive and stuff, but I thought it was the real tough, hard and dirty stuff that he got so much better at throughout the year. Tyler Lungies looked like a fantastic first grader the last few years. Definitely took his game to a new level. I was very, very impressed with him this season as well. And Val Holmes, uh, arguably playing out of position, but I think he's found his spot center. To think that he was the best winger in rugby league who moved to fullback was a little bit underwhelming. Went to the NFL, came back, still underwhelming at fullback. We thought, okay, he's the best winger in rugby league. Just play him at wing. What the hell are you doing? They played him at center instead, and we all sat there and went, what the fuck is going on here? I'll be honest with you, I think he's been my center of the year. I think he's been sensational throughout the season, Val Holmes, and uh, just shows a lot of a lot of humility in this guy where, you know, it would have taken a lot of pride for him to swallow it and, you know, come back and not play fullback and jump into center. And I, I just think it's taken a lot for Val Holmes to do what he's done, and it says a lot about him as a character, and it says a lot about Todd Payton as a coach to be able to get a superstar winger slash fullback, move them into a new position where the vast majority of people thought he shouldn't have been playing, and him do what he's done. Very, very impressive, Val Holmes. I think he's been a true leader up there this year. Let's talk about some of the exciting talents that emerged this year for the North Queensland Cowboys. We already spoke about Nanai. I personally think he's gone into such a level where he's not even like an exciting guy anymore. You just know what you're going to get out of this guy. Griffin Neem, though, he's the one that impressed me coming off the bench for the Cowboys this year. He's got a couple of errors in his games. There's no doubt about that. I'm not pushing back on that on any, in any way, shape, or form. He needs to clean that up in his game, but I love his meters. I love his intensity. Came up with a really good offload uh, in the prelim final the other night to put Tommy Dearden through, which was great. Great to see. I think he's going to be a real uh, star of the future in the front row, a guy that is worth keeping their hands on. Uh, He's just got to sort out a couple of errors. Probably has one too many errors every single game at the moment, but that'll come with experience. Tom Chester made his debut as well. Another one to keep an eye on. I'm a huge, huge fan of him. I think he's got a very big future. And Leilua, I mean, I I know he's already a consistent first grader and we know what we're going to get out of him, but I think the most exciting thing about Leilua is that he arrived mid-season. So he arrived off the back of the Tigers and a Tigers preseason there. I think once Toddy Payton gets a preseason up there in the hot North Queensland summer, I reckon he's going to turn Leilua into an absolute fucking superstar. I think that with Tommy Gilbert leaving to go to the Dolphins, I think he will slide in on that left edge uh, with Val Holmes outside him, Dearden inside him, Torlungi outside him. I think it's going to be potent next year. So Leilua, he's one to watch for me next season. I think he'll go huge with a preseason under Toddy Payton up there in North Queensland. Question for 2023. My big question for 2023 for the North Queensland Cowboys. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Can they back it up? Now, it sounds crazy, but we have sort of seen this sort of thing before with teams that sort of jump out of nowhere, have these big seasons, and then all of a sudden, you've got to reach that same intensity in the preseason. It can be tough at times. Now, the last time we saw the Cowboys have one of these years, uh, and I think people forget it was 2004, they came from absolutely nowhere to finish uh, in a prelim final. Once again, lost to the Sydney Roosters by just a score in that one. Same thing happened here, and then the next year, they went all the way to the grand final, but the arrival of Jonathan Thurston that year sort of led people to think, oh, the Cowboys came from nowhere in 05. People forget they went all the way to the prelim final in 04, and then they were able to match it and somehow even get better the season after. For the Cowboys next year, they will lose Tom Gilbert, but just about everyone else will stay in this side. I'm not sure if they've signed anyone else that's heading up there off the dome. No one really comes to mind, but they will have a very similar team who achieved a lot this year, and I think they've still got a lot more to offer. And a lot of these young guys, uh, they'll have a lot more experience as well. So it will be interesting to see how hard Todd Payton goes on them during the preseason. You want to go as hard as you possibly can, but you also don't want to wear these guys out because they've obviously had a massive season this year. So it's going to be an interesting balance. See how they do it. They're also going to send a lot of guys that are going to feature in the World Cup this year as well. So it is going to be a really long season for a lot of these North Queensland Cowboys. And that's how you want it. You want your players playing well enough that they are getting selected to represent in the rep football arena. But it is going to be a slightly longer season 2022 for the Cowboys than what they probably anticipated. It's already gone three weeks longer than what they thought. And now for a lot of them, it's going to go for another six or seven weeks over there at the World Cup. So interesting times. They are going to come back pretty late and then they're going to have to get into their preseason pretty early up there in hot North Queensland. So it's going to be a big test for them to see how they do back up. What's my gut feel? I think they will. I'm more than happy to lock them in for a top eight berth next year. I think the club has really, really turned a corner. And I think under Todd Payton, they can be very successful again next season. Do they win it? Gun to head, probably not for me. Uh, but I do probably think they look like a team this year that was probably a season away from really challenging, despite only finishing just short of a grand final. I probably think they've got more chance of winning it next year than what they did this year. And obviously at the start of the season, I would have said that. But I think even with a couple of weeks left in this competition, never really felt like they were going to win the comp. Whereas next year... Maybe they can. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, But yeah, they're a team to watch next year. Very, very excited about them. Congratulations to all you North Queensland fans that are listening. What an unbelievable season it was, despite finishing on a bit of a sour note with obviously a couple of unlucky referee decisions and whatnot as well. There's no denying that from me. Uh, This is the sort of things that happens. It comes and it goes, ebbs and flows. I think Cowboys fans probably feel a little bit hard done by in finals footy over the last 15 years, 20 years, whatever it might be. Had a couple of tough, tough games gigs there, but you got to be proud of your North Queensland Cowboys. They had a fantastic season. I think next year, they'll be back bigger and even better. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 